This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Parker Solar Probe, an update from the director. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Nicola Fox, Heliophysics Division Director, Science Mission Directorate at NASA. Welcome back, Nikki. Thank you. You've been a part of the Parker Solar Probe mission for almost a decade, hard to believe. Start by giving us a quick review of your involvement with the probe and the mission uh, over that time. So actually, you're right, it is a decade. And I, as you said it, I was like, oh no, no, it's not that long. But you're right, I, it, it is a decade. I did join the mission in 2010. Um, and so I, I started off as, um, the uh, assistant project scientist, and then um, became the project scientist a few months months later, and took the mission um, from what we call phase A. So the instruments were selected, and the spacecraft was starting to be designed. Um, all the science was kind of already um, uh, selected and and honed into requirements, and so we were really in the process of putting um, putting a mission together that would deliver that science. And so I I continued that all the way through launch. Um, on a beautiful August morning, 3.30 in the morning, uh, 2018, uh, we waved, waved her off into space. And then shortly after that, I, uh, I did my own journey, um, a lot, lot less distance, but just downtown to Washington, D.C., um, where I, uh, I joined NASA, uh, the Heliophysics Division. And so now Parker Solar Probe is one of many missions that we have in a very active, very vibrant portfolio at NASA. Remind our audience what the goals of the mission are. So Parker Solar Probe is really um, going to answer questions that have been around for decades, uh, things that have totally puzzled scientists. Um, big ones are why is the corona, that hazy region that you see around the sun during a total solar eclipse, that is about 300 times hotter than the surface of the sun. And so there's some processes that are going on in that region that are causing incredible heating. Um, until now, we've looked at the sun, we've measured it in every wavelength, but until Parker Solar Probe, we've never actually dared to kind of dive through um, that, that really, really intense region. The other big question is where we see this real sudden heating. It also, the plasma or the, the material, the solar material, gets really, really energized and can pull away from the giant pull of that star and moves away and bathes all of the planets. Um, it, you know, it actually shapes our our sort of our protective bubble in the Milky Way. As, as we are rotating around uh, the Milky Way, we are protected from interstellar space. And that's because of that, that solar atmosphere. And so understanding why is it continually accelerated? Why, you know, why are these, these mysteries around our star? And then why do we see these big eruptions that suddenly send all of these um, really high energy particles out into space? Um, what's going on. And so that's, they're the three big things that, that Parker Solar Probe is, is setting out to answer. In fact, the Parker Solar Probe just completed another approach to the sun and broke some records in the process. Can you tell us about that? 
Yes. Uh, so actually, there's a lot of interesting stuff with this current orbit. Um, I'll say that uh, right before the orbit, we did our third Venus gravity assist flyby. And so uh, that's that's what actually shrinks our orbit. And so as, as you may recall, each time we do a Venus flyby, the orbit gets a little smaller. And so Parker Solar Probe is getting closer to the sun. So this particular Venus um, flyby, we did kind of on our way out from the sun. So it was, you know, with, with the sun is behind the probe as she's flying out. And so it gave us a very different view. Um, normally we do them on our way into the sun. So this was a, a, an unusual one for us. And we actually had um, the Keck uh, Observatory turned on and took images of Venus for us as Parker was close to, uh, to the, uh, the planet. The reason I'm excited about it is because my imager was actually looking directly at Venus for this particular one. Normally when we do them on the way in, um, the images on the other side. So we were able to take some, some images of Venus as well with our, uh, it's our white light imager. So that, that flyby um, of giving uh, our planetary colleagues um, really great data as we fly past Venus. But the, yes, the, the current um, orbit, we just finished the encounter I'm pleased to say we got all green beacon tones all the way through. I, I still panic, um, you know, when when she's in close to the sun. Um, and the uh, we know that the solid state recorder was had the right amount of data, so we're, we're pretty sure all our instruments were taking data. But it was yet another record-breaking um, perihelion pass. So um, the distance from the sun it was um, eight million three hundred and seventy-two thousand seven hundred and three miles. Um, and in, in, in kind of real digits for you, if the sun and the earth were a meter apart, Parker Solar Probe would be 10 centimeters from the sun. So again, getting closer and closer, we're, we're now 10% of the distance between the earth and the sun. Um, ultimately, we'll be, on, we'll be at four centimeters, but right now we're at 10 centimeters, so we're definitely getting, getting up there. And our speed record, we were about 290,000 miles an hour. Um, so uh, not, over half of our top speed uh, we've already achieved. So um, very excited. So that's why we're happy then about the status A message the probe sent us, right? Yes, absolutely. We always want beacon tone A. That's right. You've got a good memory. <laughs> I'm sure the Parker Solar Probe has delivered many surprising findings and discoveries so far. Is there one that stands out that might be maybe most important for us back on Earth? So that's an interesting question. I mean, any any of the um, the better we understand our star, clearly it, it has a big impact. But I'll answer a slightly different question, which is what 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 did we find the most surprising? And that is that on our very first couple of orbits, we started seeing really unusual behavior um, of of our star. So things like you know we. We, we didn't think we were going to make groundbreaking science until we got much closer to, to the sun. So we found that some of this activity and some of these sort of unusual processes are happening further away from the sun than our models had originally predicted. So, you know, we were all about that. We've got to go all the way in. We've got to get really, really close. We need to get to that four centimeter mark on our, on our meter scale to really start unlocking some of these mysteries. Well, we were getting unusual behavior that is certainly like a smoking gun towards those big questions. And we were getting it on our first couple of orbits. So, you know, the, as, the, as the solar wind um, moves away from the sun, if you think about sort of a child on a, on a carousel, you know, the, the closer to the edge you get, the faster you're moving. 
if you jump off, you, you will actually be continuing to go in a straight line. You'll no longer sort of be following the carousel. And this transition between um, sort of the, the rotation and then the straight flow, we thought that was going to be really close to the sun. We saw that transition region on our first couple of orbits when we were you know, considerably further away from the sun. So um, interesting stuff happening straight away. Um, we already have these weird little S-shaped, um, we call them switchbacks, but in the magnetic field, seeing those kind of coil up and then relax, putting energy into the solar wind could be explaining coronal heating. So, you know, things happening just much, much quicker. And so, and we'll see more and more of these as we get closer and we'll see new stuff as we get closer. But being able to get answers to some of those big questions from the very beginning and not needing to go to orbit 21, 22, 23, to be able to do that is, is really amazing. Dr. Nicola Fox, Heliophysics Division Director, Science Mission Directorate at NASA. If somebody wants to connect with you, Nikki, what's the best way they can do that? Uh, so you can follow me on Twitter, uh, SolarGirl2018. Um, and of course, uh, finding out anything from NASA, uh, NASA Sun, um, at NASA Sun on Twitter, at NASA Sun Science on Facebook. Um, and as always, NASA.gov, the best website for all things NASA. Sounds great. Thanks again. And find more of my interviews right here or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching. Thank you.